Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, today is Thursday, and for those who have been listening along with us for quite some time, you guys know that Thursday means it's Joe Burrow Day. And we're going to do things a little differently. We haven't done this on the podcast, but I want to do this because uh, Mike and Andrew have been doing this with some great articles uh, on strictlystripes.com. And I want to sort of incorporate that into this podcast, which is we're going to bring what's called the Who Day Bait. By the way, uh, great play on words, guys. It's going to be a good one. And the Who Day Bait is going to be between, you probably might have guessed it, I teased it yesterday, Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Who is better in some areas? Where would you want to have them in some areas and why? Welcome into a special edition of the Strictly Stripes podcast. Muhammad Ahmad and Andrew Gillis and Mike Nizek are here with you for a special, like I said, this is pretty cool. I'm actually looking forward to this. I've never done this before. Special edition of this podcast. Before we get things going, we want to remind you to go to strictlystripes.com and tell us why you are a Bengals fan. There's a link that you click on that's titled Why I'm a Bengals Fan. You click on it. There's a Google form. You fill it out. It's a survey. You tell us when you became a fan, why you became a fan, and what the Bengals mean to you. Uh, and give it you know, a couple more days and weeks. We'll be sharing these responses right here on the podcast. And we just might get the most authentic responders and have them join us. So talk about a cameo appearance if you want to be one of those people make sure you submit that link or i'm sorry you submit the uh, form at strictlystripes.com all right so guys we are going to kick off the who day bait you guys are obviously more aware of this you've been sort of doing this in print style uh, with different articles you guys have been writing but what i want to kind of do here is i'm going to give you guys some different scenarios i'm gonna give you guys some different questions and you basically have to pick between Burrow or Mahomes, and you have to explain why you're going to pick between them. So first, I want to sort of ask you guys some scenarios of who would you rather have in blank situation. So the first thing I want to ask you guys is, with two minutes left in the game, tighter trailing, in comeback mode, who would you want to have at quarterback? Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes? Who wants to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I think it's actually pretty easy. I take Patrick Mahomes. Um, like to, you know, to me, if you want a quarterback that, you know, can, you, you need, you need to score, you're taking the best quarterback in the league. Um, you know, he, he's a player that, you know, there's not really an answer for in, in the conventional wisdom. Um, you know, Mahomes is just a different breed, you know, with his arm talent, with, uh, you know, kind of how he can move around the pocket. You know, we've kind of seen some crazy scramble drills from him before, um, I mean, I'm obviously this is no disrespect towards Burrow because Burrow, you would, I mean, 
how many teams in the league would take Burrow in that situation? A lot, but if if we're choosing between the if we're choosing between these two, it's uh, it's one hundred percent Patrick Mahomes. Well, I mean, I, I I tend to agree. You know, if you're looking at it in a vacuum, I think Mahomes obviously has the longer track record um, um, and is you know more dynamic of a threat uh, as a as a dual threat quarterback. Um, you know, especially when that ankle is healthy, uh, you can see just you know how he can uh, impact defenses and do just you know just break their back. I think if you're looking at it as a team, as an offense, I'd probably take. Burrow with his offense over Mahomes with his offense uh, going into next season um, in terms of like the talent, but in terms of individual quarterback, I would take Mahomes. Uh, but right now I think I like, um, you know, uh, the Bengals offense a little better. That doesn't mean that I don't, if they go head to head, who knows what happens, but you know, that's kind of how I would look at it right now. Why do you give Burrow the edge with his offense, like going into next year? If well, you're I the offense, the offense. Edge, it's the offense over Kansas City's offense. I think their offensive lines can be better. I think that the and you know his skill his skill players, um, you know, with the exception of Travis Kelsey, I think you'd probably take him to a man over uh, what the uh, Chiefs have. Yeah, I mean, do you agree with that, Andrew? Obviously, you guys both agree individually. You'd go Mahomes, but like, would you pick the Bengals' offense with Burrow over Mahomes with the Chiefs' offense? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, you you kind of think about um, you know the the receivers, and I, I mean, obviously, their number one receiver in Kansas City right now. I mean, technically, it's Kelsey. Um, you know, and, and crazy, Kelsey's a Hall yeah. of Fame tight end. So, um, you know, you've got you've got you know, frankly, a Hall of Fame quarterback who's play who's had one of the best starts of any quarterback in NFL history, um, and then you've got Travis Kelsey, who's going to be a Hall of Fame tight end. Um, at receiver, it's a little dicey because you just, I mean, MVS, Kadarius, Tony, they drafted Rasheed Rice, like Sky. Moore. I, I don't know how you're feeling about that. Um, you know, I know at offensive tackle, they just lost Orlando Brown. They still have a good interior, Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey. Um, they got Juwan you know, Taylor. I, they signed that kid from, um, I say kid, uh, they signed, uh, Donovan Smith from Tampa. Um, so you have, you have Donovan Smith there. He'll kind of replace Orlando. You have Juwan Taylor. So like. You know, their offensive line is still pretty decent, but, you know, I think that, um, you know, when you compare everything together, I think Mike's right. I think it's I think it's closer than than people might think, just because I think that gap between Mahomes and every other quarterback in the league is uh, pretty significant. But, you know, I, st- I still take the Bengals. So before I get to my next prompt, you, you bring up an interesting point about the gap. So I know you said relative to like other teams, the Chiefs just have a wider gap. How much closer are the Bengals to maybe not like closing that gap, obviously, but at least narrowing that gap between them and the Chiefs because of all those things you mentioned with Orlando Brown coming to Cincinnati and Donovan Smith and Jawan Taylor and those guys that you mentioned going to Kansas City. This is for either of you guys. Yeah, I mean, they're close. Um, You know, you look at the the last couple of years. I mean, you know, they played a really close game in Cincinnati. Uh, Then they go to the AFC Championship game. They win in overtime. Uh, they win by three. I think every game that they've played, the four every games game. they played in the last, it, it's been every three game. points. Yep. Um, so the the Bengals have won three of them. So I mean, they're right there. Um, you know, and I I, I know um, you know they just lost this last one, but you know it's kind of hard to say that the gap from you know the team is is wide. I think the gap from quarterback is wide just because Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it, 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 you're taking Mahomes over every other quarterback in the league, and you're not thinking twice about it. 
Um, and I know that kind of hurts for Bengals fans. You know, I remember I think we had, I don't know if it was on this podcast or whatever, but like uh, me and um, uh, Charlie uh, from Cincinnati.com, we were in an Uber in Kansas City and we were having an, a debate with our Uber driver over what you would trade Patrick Mahomes and Bill Burrow for. Like, <laughs> if, like what teams would do that? And my answer was two first and two seconds. Like if I'm the Bengals trying to give up Burrow to get Mahomes, I give up two first and two seconds to get Mahomes. Um, the uh, it was funny. The Uber driver said he wouldn't do that. Charlie said he wouldn't do that if he were the Bengals. So it's just kind of one of those things where like nobody wants to give up ground on this because you know they both love their quarterbacks <laughs> so much and everybody's everybody's great and you know like Joe Burrow, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the league. But Joe Burrow's kind of built himself up in Cincinnati to where there's an emotional pull there. So the the gap is wide, I think. I, I think it is still pretty significant because Mahomes is just – he makes throws that no one else really can make in this league. We'll get to a lot of those throws and a lot of those questions later. But just some stats here. So Burrow has had five fourth-quarter comebacks and seven game-winning drives – Two of his comebacks were in the playoffs, one of them against Mahomes' team, a game where Mahomes could have had a game-winning drive. Instead, he flopped the ball over to Von Bell in overtime, which allowed Burrow to have that game-winning drive I mentioned. And then Mahomes, meanwhile, has had 13 fourth-quarter comebacks. Uh, yeah, 13 is what I said, and then 14 game-winning drives. Since 2020, though, he's had 10. So most of them have actually come in the last three years compared to his first three years as, as a starter uh, from 2018 on to 2020. So he really has, uh, I guess if you're looking statistically, the last two years, Mahomes has edged Burrow there, even though obviously Burrow missed some time as a rookie and the Bengals weren't very good his rookie year. But I think even then Mahomes still leads that gap. So I'm with you guys on that. So my next question is, if it's third down, and it can be any third down, third and short, third and three, third and long, who would you rather have on third down under center, Burrow or Mahomes? Well, this is going to be hard um, just because, you know, I, I think you can't take the dual threat element out of it. Um, and so I think on a third down when you're trying to stress a defense, I mean, Mahomes, I think, is going to give you uh, more problems. I mean, he's obviously a threat to scramble. So if you get too deep in coverage, um, he's going to be able to to really burn you. Um, you know, Burrow has shown that he's not uh, sort of, um, you know, Tom Brady out there. But at the same time, he's not a guy that's going to, um, I don't know, stress you out in the ways that, that Mahomes can. Um, you know, you like Burrow's accuracy, um, but, you know, Mahomes has done nothing to, to, to say that he's not, you know, just uber talented in the same ways. So it's, it's just hard. I, I just think that gives Mahomes the edge. Who do you, who do you pick Andrew? Like who, if you're going to pick between those two? Yeah. Um, you know, I think it, it, it kind of depends. Um, you know, third and short, I'm taking Mahomes because, you know, you, like Mike said, you kind of have that, uh, that dual threat element. Um, you have a guy who can extend the pocket and, and kind of move around, um, you know, like Mahomes can. Third and medium, I think it's closer because you know you're going to throw it. You can't have, you know, you can't have a quarterback roll out and kind of run for a first down unless there's just an ocean of, of nothing there. Like you need, uh, you know, you need some serious space for Burrow to get a first down. Um, but, uh, you know, with Burrow's accuracy, I, I feel more comfortable kind of taking that. Um, third and long, you, you have to take Mahomes just because uh, Mahomes' arm is, is, is a lot better than any other arm in the league, in my opinion, just in kind of his, his strength and his accuracy. So 
Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, it's there, it depends on what kind of third down you're talking about, but you know, frankly, I think it's Mahomes for, for all three distances for short, for medium and for long. Okay. So you kind of make it a toss up with third and medium, but you pretty much give Mahomes all the other ones like third and short and third and long. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Just cause I think Burrow's act like Burrow's obviously incredibly accurate. And I think that, you know, in, in you know, kind of third and six, third and seven, um, you know, those downs are, are pretty unique, um, you know, with Burrow, just because he, he is so accurate that, you know, you don't really need, you know, a long route. You can just, you can still kind of throw a quick hitter and Burrow, you know, can kind of place the ball wherever he wants. Um, you know, with third and short, if you get Mahomes out of the pocket, I mean, that's just another problem for defenses to deal with. And then, you know, on third and long, I mean, Mahomes' escapability and, and a, you know, just his with the way that he can extend a play and kind of keep a play going is really unique. And then obviously he's got the arm talent. I remember he made a throw against Washington one time. He was kind of rolling out to his right, rolled to the far hash, threw it 30 yards down the field to the other hash in line, just hit his receiver in stride. And there, there's just throws like that, if you know what I'm talking about with that one. There are just throws like that that Mahomes makes on, on those third down plays that are just, I mean, they're just ridiculous. So this is interesting. So Burrow played 146 snaps on third down. Mahomes played 143, which obviously that kind of distribution is what you would expect for most quarterbacks like of their talent. But I mean, almost identical snaps on third down last year. Statistically, I don't know it's going to be skewed because I mean, Mahomes has played twice as many games as Burrow. I mean, Mahomes has the better passer rating on third down. He's got a 109. Burrow's got a 102. Uh, Mahomes has just over twice the touchdowns Burrow has. But again, this is looking at this knowing Mahomes has played longer. But I think even if you do it on a per-game basis, the averages favor Mahomes in terms of fewer picks, more touchdowns, more passing yards. And I said he has the higher rating. So statistically, the numbers would say, yes, Patrick Mahomes is the better third-down quarterback. And you make a safe bet there. Um, And I mean, obviously, I think it is close on third and medium because, I mean, Burrow's had some great plays. Like on third and medium, ironically, like we're talking about the Chiefs, that Chris Jones uh, sack that he basically broke out of in the conference title game two years ago, like not the last one, but the one before that, I think that was a third and seven. So, I mean, there's that. There's, I think, multiple other ones in the postseason this year and last year he he got out of that were third downs where he just rushed on his own or he made unbelievable throws. So maybe he narrows that gap next year if he builds on that. Before we go to break, uh, the other category I want to ask you guys about between who you would have either quarterback for is who would you rather have? This is a fun one. I think there's more debate for this one. Who would you rather have under pressure? Yeah, under pressure. I'm I'm still taking Mahomes. Um, You know, I think, you know, Burrow kind of has the ability to stand in the face of pressure and, and deliver a throw. But, you know, Mahomes also kind of has the ability to to move outside the pocket um, you know, uh, you know, you kind of look at some of the numbers that, um, you know, Mahomes has put up when, when he is moving around, when he is facing pressure, um, you know, he, like I, I mentioned kind of with that third and long, he's just, he's really good at, at kind of escaping trouble and, and kind of extending the play. And yeah, I, I'm still taking Mahomes in that regard. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, Joe Burrow is getting good at sort of getting rid of the ball before he faces pressure, um, and, and kind of. Uh, developed uh, a real good sense of, you know, the pocket and, and how to take advantage of things to try to prevent um, sacks and prevent pressures. 
Uh, but when, you know, somebody's in there, you're, you're taking the more elusive guy. I, I don't think there's any question. Um, you know, I trust him not to make, you know, bad decisions maybe a little bit more than Mahomes. But I think that if somebody's going to get out of the way, you know, I think you see it in the sack numbers, like, you know, Mahomes is going to do that. Um, you know, Burrow might not make as many bad throws in those situations, but I think overall you're probably um, going to move the ball better when you got a guy that can, can you know, step away from the pressure um, with his legs and things like that or, or, or you know, you know, prevent the sack from being, you know, and, you know, ending, a play ending up in a sack. So, um, you know, I just think that, you know, it's, it's Mahomes. So here's an interesting stat though. Did you know, so there, there's a stat on PFF and I know obviously PFF, the grades and numbers are subjective, but th- this is actually a pretty good stat. They have a stat for the most dropbacks or I guess dropbacks a quarterback takes or, if there's pressure, they brought it on themselves where it's not on the offensive line. They just maybe stood in the pocket too long or they scrambled or whatever, and they brought the pressure on themselves. So Mahomes had 245 dropbacks where he allowed pressure on his own. Burrow had 199. The difference, though, is obviously Mahomes had 28 sacks. Burrow had a heck of a lot more, 51. Not all sacks are created equal. Some are his fault. I think a lot were definitely on the offensive line, especially in the beginning of the year when things weren't really clicking at first, like we've talked about. So I think Burrow didn't take as much pressure, but the difference is even if Mahomes brought more pressure, it's kind of like he told guys, hey, come here, come here. Ah, you got me, psych. So I don't think it really matters how much pressure you bring on yourself. It's about how do you finish it. So like, I think that's where Mahomes, it might look like he brings the pressure on himself, which he does. But he actually knows how to deal with it. And I think that's why he's so good at bringing the pressure. Like, I think I forgot what Lamar Jackson's number was, but his was some similar to Mahomes. But same thing with like Lamar. Like you see those those slow motion replays where he kind of tells guys like with his hand, come here, come here. And then he just jukes them out or he makes them miss. That's pretty much Mahomes. Although, interestingly, their stats aren't too different under pressure. Burrow had the better completion percentage. But Mahomes threw for four more touchdowns than Burrow. They had the same interceptions. They both had about, I think it was six interceptions each. But Mahomes had a few more touchdowns. So he did a little more with his arm. I think that goes back to the arm strength that Andrew mentioned. Um, Their run grades were pretty much the same under pressure. Burrow had an 85. Mahomes had an 86. So it's a little bit closer. But I think ultimately when you look at how Mahomes dealt with the pressure he brought on his own, I think you have to tip the hand to him on that stat. Uh, when we come back, we are going to look at some more subjective categories. Obviously, we threw a lot of numbers at you here. This is going to be more subjective, though, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this part of the debate. But stay with us. We're going to have that when we return right here on the Strictly Stripes podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, thanks for staying with us on the Strictly Stripes podcast. Before we get back into our Who Day debate between Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, Here's the thing, guys. It's the offseason. I know things are slow. I know you might think, what is there to talk about in the offseason? 
There's a lot to talk about, and if you want to talk with us about a lot, a lot of things related to the Bengals, you got to sign up for Cincinnati Football Insider. It's our exclusive subtext service where we text you updates that no one else is getting about the Bengals. You can text us your thoughts, your responses, which can be incorporated on this podcast, by the way. Hint, hint. So if you want to be a part of the Cool Kids Club, go to cleveland.com slash Bengals. You can sign up for a two-week free trial. So if you want to text stop anytime, you can. I don't think you will, though, because we're a lot of fun. And it's $4.99 a month after that. So go to cleveland.com slash Bengals to sign up. And make sure you sign up for our Strictly Stripes newsletter. You get the best Bengals news and updates in your inbox every morning for F-R-E-E. That spells free, for free. Go to cleveland.com slash newsletters and sign up for the Strictly Stripes newsletter. So jumping back into the Who Day debate, uh, we talked a lot about, you know, would you rather have Mahomes or Burrow with two minutes left in the game, tied or trailing? Who do you want on third down? Who do you want under pressure? So I think rather than sort of painting different scenarios, I want to sort of just kind of ask which attributes uh, about those guys you like the most. So the first attribute, and again, this is all subjective. Some of this you can prove with numbers. Some of it is just really your own opinion. I think this one is more opinion-based right here. Who's the tougher player, Burrow or Mahomes? This is a tough one, but I want to see what you guys think. Who's the tougher player? Well, just, I mean, we haven't seen – you know, Burrow obviously suffered the injury uh, his first year. He hasn't been nicked up very much, you know, and he's taken a beating and, and at times with all the sacks. But he's not really, I mean, at least, you know, we don't know injuries. You know, you saw what Mahomes did on the ankle, um, and that looked really rough. Uh, kept getting hit on it, um, you know, just in terms of uh, willing his team to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's a pretty impressive uh, uh, achievement. Um, get so, to find the words know. for it. It's so unbelievable. Well, yeah, you know, it's just like that. That's something that you know is memorable and sort of I don't know stands out above what Burrow's been able to do. That doesn't mean I don't think Burrow's tough. And I think you know, getting up after getting sacked seven times, uh, you know, like multiple times in his career, is um, obviously shows a certain amount of toughness. But um, you know, we've seen Mahomes literally play through an injury um, that probably should have um, put you know him on the bench. All right, what do you think, Andrew? Who's who's got the tougher killer instinct? Yeah, I mean it's it's a hard question to answer. Um, you know, I think um, you know when you like, I mean, I we watched Patrick Mahomes kind of limp all over the field, and I mean that guy. I, I mean, what, what the Kansas City game? I remember it looked pretty gnarly when he went down, and um, you know, it, and we saw that ankle kind of tighten up against uh, Cincinnati late in the game. Um, you know, you like that, that end of the, like the third quarter and into the fourth quarter, you really start to see him kind of limp some more. So I, I don't know. Mahomes just kind of has that, um, that it factor too with, with that. And, uh, it, it, I, I don't know. I don't feel comfortable saying Mahomes or Burrow is just kind of a hard, it's just hard to say if that, uh, if that kind of makes sense. So uh, it's a tough question, but I think I probably would. So here's the thing before that postseason. I would have absolutely said Burrow because, I mean, you know, he won comeback player of the year and he did it after tearing his ACL coming back the very next year and not just taking his team to the Super Bowl. That's one thing. He took him to the Super Bowl, taking a beating. He was the most sacked quarterback that year, and he has been the most sacked quarterback in the NFL the last two years combined. 
So, I mean, to take a beating like that right after you literally surgically repair your ACL and to, and I mean, obviously he got Jamar Chase. They became better with those free agent acquisitions. Of course, they were a much better team in 2021, but like still, I mean, I don't know that many guys that can take that big of a beating. Like Mahomes didn't have that much of a beating in 2021 and he almost took the Chiefs to the Super Bowl that year. And then, I mean, even last year, up up until, obviously, up until the injury he had against the Jaguars, he never took that much of a beating. But I'll be honest, once he twisted that ankle, rolled the ankle, and then just kept getting it, you know, uh, sprained and just kept hurting it. And you saw all the gnarly hits you guys talked about. Even in the Super Bowl, like at halftime, you saw how banged up he was. That's crazy to me. But I almost forget, he did not get sacked once in the Super Bowl, right? He did not. I don't think anybody sacked him. I don't think the Eagles got to him once, right? Uh, I don't know. I would have to look I'm that up. Pretty sure he wasn't. Yeah, he no. He I was right. He wasn't sacked, which is crazy because like we were talking about the Bengals' pass rush yesterday and comparing it to the Eagles, like they had the best pass rush. In, that's a tongue twister. Pass rush in the league. They had the highest sack rate percentage, most sacks, and like they didn't get to Mahomes one time in the Super Bowl. I personally blame. Um, Jonathan Gannon for that in some ways, but the point is Mahomes is just that good and he's that tough. So I think because of that, you have to say Mahomes, but if it wasn't for that, I honestly think bro runs away with that. Maybe not run away, but he has the edge on that for sure. Um, Andrew, I know you said he has the better arm. Uh, you were mentioning like the arm strength. And I think you touched on that too, Michael, but to that point, and I know I'm probably being redundant when I say this, but like, who do you think is better when it comes to like throwing downfield 20 plus yards, do you guys still think it's Mahomes, or do you think there's something to be said about Burrow making a case for that? No, I think this is pretty decidedly Mahomes. I think if you were to kind of make an argument of where they're, you know, the, where the greatest difference in talent is, this is it. Um, you know, Mahomes just, I mean, Burrow, I think, you know, kind of the, are there were a lot of arm strength questions with him coming out of the draft. Uh, I think he's kind of nixed that. I think he's, um, you know, I think he's kind of, uh, you know, shown that he can throw the ball down the field uh, and, and down the field effectively. But I, Mahomes is just on another planet when it comes to, you know, downfield throws and kind of making those those uh, explosive plays happen. So, yeah, I, I think it's decidedly Mahomes here. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree. I mean, I, I think Burrow could make every throw. But if you're going, you know, for a 50-yard-plus throw, you want Mahomes. So rather than just 20 plus yards, you're saying like longer, longer throws, like 50 plus yards, you run away with Mahomes at that point. Is what you're saying when it's like longer, longer throws, not just 20 plus yards, like 40. Yeah, because I mean, arm strength, arm strength's not measured at 20 yards. I mean, every quarterback can do that. I mean, we're yeah. talking about deep throws, deep throws on the ground. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Not every quarterback. No, I'm just kidding. I was, I was going to talk about like, bottom feeder pastors like Davis Mills. I'm just being silly, but I mean, it's the Houston Texans. What do you expect? No, I know what you mean, but I will say this though. Uh, and I don't think this is much of a stat to look at. So uh, this is from last year. This is 2022 stats. Uh, when it comes to throwing again, this is 20 plus yards. So I don't know if it's 30, 40, 50, but I know this is 20 plus yards for these throws. Bro had 10 touchdowns, two picks. Mahomes had four touchdowns, no picks. Uh, yards per attempt, Mahomes had 14, Burrow had 13, uh, and their passing grades were identical. Burrow had a 96, Mahomes had a 94 and a half. But I also think that, like, again, I don't know how far those four touchdowns were. Maybe they were farther than the average of the 10 that Burrow threw. So I think even then, if you nitpick it even more, it probably does lean towards Mahomes. 
or this is this is a funny question. This is sort of the last categorical question I want to ask. And again, this this is definitely subjective. You, if you have stats for this, I will be applauding you because I don't know what stats you can pull on this question I'm about to ask. But who has the best, or maybe I should say the most charming personality? <laughs> I had to ask this one. I just I want to see what you guys would say. Hmm. <laughs> Mike, you want to take this one? Because I'm thinking. Well, I mean, a charming, I don't know. I mean, I've never how, how about in, in, talking to us, like in front of the camera? Maybe that one there down, because we, we, uh, sp- we could speak to that better. Patrick Mahomes. Well, I think from what I've seen, Patrick Mahomes is willing uh, to share a little more and, and um, I don't know, be more present. I feel like uh, Joe Burrow likes to keep everybody at arm's length. Um, but I mean, like I said, that's not to say he's not a charming person in real life. But right. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, like I said, have you come to a conclusion yet, Andrew? You still need a little more no, brain juice. I, I, more brain I, thought. I guess I lean Mahomes. I'm not. It's just hard because you know you haven't really seen you know a full you know like you you haven't really seen a full kind of compliment of of Burrow in, in the public light and stuff like that. I mean, I think what you've seen is, you know, he's he's obviously very charismatic, he's good in public and you just he's not as I I think he I think Mahomes is certainly more in the public eye than Burrow is. 100%. Yeah, cuz he was like what? He was at the Met Gala, he was at the Kentucky Derby, he was at some race. It was like a I don't forget what it was. It was like some go something on like a it was like not NASCAR. It was like different from NASCAR, but it was some race. You find Indy, IndyCar F one IndyCar, yeah, yeah. He was at the IndyCar, and so he. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely more outgoing. I think there's a podcast I heard Burrow on. I I forget the name of it, but it was with these three guys. It was after the Super Bowl last year. Like he he admitted like he has a little bit of social anxiety when it comes to like being out in public, being in the public sphere. He doesn't have like anxiety as a person because clearly how he plays on the field shows he's anything but anxious. But no, when it comes to like being in big settings, like he's just not one for the spotlight. Like I think like Mike said, he kind of keeps things at arm's length, at least when it comes to, you know, matters with, you know, media and just uh, when he's got the camera and the spotlight on him, which I, I totally get that. Sometimes I feel like if I had that much attention, I mean, I, I I don't know how or when I'd ever get that much attention. If I became famous overnight, that'd be cool. But I feel like I'd probably be more like Burrow. I, I probably don't sound like it, but I feel like after a while, that attention just has to be like a lot, especially because he's just had such a – he's had more of a spotlight since college because of what he did with LSU. Mahomes didn't really take off until like his first or second year in the league. So I think he kind of broke into it differently. And I think they obviously have different personalities. But I think what – I will say this, though. If you watch their mic'd up segments, like during game days, after the games, Burrow's a funny guy. I just think he he lets loose on the field. That, and I think that's where he gets the Joe Cool is he's Joe Cool on the field. And I think that's where people sort of see that. And I think that's well-deserved. And speaking of which, I did a story on that on Cleveland.com looking at, you know, what makes Joe Burrow such an effective leader. Uh, I spoke with his teammates. I even spoke with him. I spoke with um, some of some leadership experts from the Cincinnati area who – talked about Burrow from a management point of view. So go to cleveland.com slash Bengals or better yet, go to strictlystripes.com and read it. It's a great story. It's not complicated. It's not rocket science. It'll make sense more than you might think, actually. That's the best part about it. My very last question, and I don't think I want to get too deep with this one, but everything we just talked about, it almost seems like Mahomes has the edge. (laughs) I mean, not even just personality was, but 
personality-wise, but with the arm, with the toughness, under pressure, on third down, in crunch time. So if this is the 2017 draft, the Bengals are at number nine. You're picking between John Ross and Patrick Mahomes. Knowing what we know now, this is knowing what you know now with what Burrow has done, with what they've got with Jamar Chase, would they have still been better off drafting Patrick Mahomes at number nine instead of drafting John Ross? Because Mahomes went one pick later, for those who don't know, at number 10 to the Chiefs. Or, or do you think the Bengals got the best they could get out of Joe Burrow and just, you know, you live with it and you move on and you don't think twice about it? Well, I mean, you you take Joe Burrow when you got him, but I mean, if the choice is, you know, would you rather have John Ross or Patrick Mahomes and like kind of knowing that Mahomes would mean no Burrow, I, it, I mean, it's nowhere near a debate. Like, you know, Mahomes didn't play in, in 2017. Um, you know, I think he only played that, that last game of the season. Um, only the last game, yeah. And then in 2018, uh, he won MVP. Um, so like <laughs> the year that Joe Burrow was in his first year at LSU, um, when he was at his first year at LSU, Mahomes was winning league MVP. Like Joe Burrow threw for 16 touchdowns, five interceptions and 2,800 yards in 13 games in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And Patrick Mahomes threw for 50 touchdowns in the NFL. Like it's not a debate. Like I, not only is Mahomes the better, and he won a Super now, Bowl. And uh, not that year. Um, oh, are you talking about 18 or 19? 18. Well, 18 was the oh. first year that he played, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought you were talking about the year after that. My bad. Yeah, he, yeah. He played 18. He um, That was the year that they lost to the Patriots in the AFC title game. So, yeah. Still one I mean, of the best only, AFC like, title Mahomes games is a better ever. player, but you would have gotten would have gotten the better player sooner. So, yeah, I, it's not a debate. You take Mahomes. Everything Andrew said. <laughs> I just saw you nodding along the whole time. You were like, yeah, easy enough. Questions like that are just hard because, like, I mean, obviously Duke Tobin, I mean, I'm sure they had their eyes on Mahomes, but it's just a weird situation because, like, you still had Andy Dalton. You you thought you could get the best out of him. And, you know, this is a guy that took you guys to the playoffs, what, five straight times? We all know how those games ended in the playoffs, but I don't know. I guess hindsight is twenty twenty, as cliche as it is to say, but what else can you really say at that point? I mean, could have, should have, would have. Human beings, man, we have such a limited intellectual capacity. We, we can't see into the future. Only as far as the eye can see, I suppose. Well, stay with us tomorrow. We're going to have an interesting, a fun discussion to wrap up the week. And we are going to hear from Bengals punter Brad Robbins. And here's the thing. I know special teams guys don't get a lot of attention, but this is a conversation you want to hear. It will actually blow your mind in some ways. So make sure you tune in. But once again, for myself, Andrew and Mike, I'm Muhammad Ahmad. We'll see you on Friday.